following is a paid program from Innovative Financial Solutions. This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Allspa. Brock and his team form your retirement offensive line from Innovative Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Brock provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans perfectly executed. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock Allspa. Good morning, Southeast Missouri, and wherever you may be listening, this is the Retirement Playbook brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. I am Brock Alspall, and I'm always joined by the wonderful Mr. Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony. Good morning, Brock Alspa. <laughs> Great to be here with you. I'm excited. Can you tell? I've had a few cups of coffee already this yeah, morning. Ma- about 10 too many, probably, <laughs> based on what I'm hearing here so far this morning. So. About 10 cups of calf this morning, just to keep up with you. That's what I have yeah, to do, yeah, yeah. just to keep up with Brock the Rock Allspa. I'm, Listen, I'm doing good. Yeah, good, 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 good. You know, we've got, uh, we're getting close to the end of the year here, Tony. That's true. And this is a great time, you know, starting to slow down here a little bit. We're getting into, you know, mid-November and Thanksgiving and those kinds of things. So this is a great time of the year to start thinking about your year into dues when it comes to your finances. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today's show on today's show. Uh, and before we do that, though, I do want to point people to our website, Tony. It's the innovative team.com, the innovative team.com. You can go out there and check out past shows. You can download our retirement toolkit. You can also download our Roth conversion guide. Folks, that is a huge one. And we're running out of time to, to get that done for 2022. So it's very pertinent today's show. We're talking about year into dues. That would be one of them. You can get started with that by downloading that guide and uh, get started today. You can also uh, just give us a call here, folks. We've got a lot of great information on the website, but also if you need a customized plan, 573-332-7855. Give us a call and we'll help you get started today. All right, Tony, you ready to roll right into your to-dos? I am ready to rock and roll. There are a lot of things that people need to do before the end of the year, and I'm glad we're talking about this. Yes, yes, it's a good one. Uh, And I will tell you, Tony, fall is my favorite time of the year. It's mine, too. Uh, The problem is it went too fast. It's already up in Minnesota. (laughs) It's already gone. Oh, my gosh. So we have had very warm weather. And it just turned, and now we're, I don't know, maybe semi-fall, semi-winter <laughs> in a matter of one or two days. Yeah, crazy, uh, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's crazy. But I do love fall. You know, the changing leaves. Yep. Uh, I love everything about it. The Halloween decorations is fun. That's over with. Now we're getting into planning for the family to come in town and do the whole Thanksgiving and, yep. and Christmas deal. Um, I, you know, here's the thing. When it comes to fall, and, and one something I love to do, which is play golf, okay? The thing that really makes me mad, Tony, is when I hit a good shot and you can't find the ball because it's under one of the leaves, right? <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's where you were going. I love fall, too. It's my favorite season. But if you are a golfer, uh, that I'm not a golfer, but 
I know you are and love to play golf, and I know golfers just uh, curse those leaves because <laughs> the ball goes under leaves and you're, it's gone. Yeah. Another thing that, that brings uh, or comes with fall is football. And I will tell oh, you, Tony, yeah, yeah we've got a, a great team right here in town, Southeast Missouri State University, yes. and they are really, really doing well. We yeah, wish them well today. Year. I love it. They're, yeah, we're in the top 20 uh, this year, and so That's hopefully awesome. that means another playoff appearance here in a few weeks. So That would be great. Good luck. Good luck to the Red Hawks today, for sure. Yeah, no Red Hawks. I'm all over yeah. it. I'm all about that. That is awesome, seriously. Yeah, and super I love, excited. And, you know, me, I love the NFL, and uh, I grew up watching right. my team when I grew up in Minnesota. It was the Vikings, and so they're doing well this year, so I'm excited about that. So Yeah, yeah, so that's good. Uh, wait till they play the Chiefs because they're going to lose. But anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you might be right. I don't know. We, we'll see. We digress. We digress. All right, so let's get on topic here. Again, you're into dues when it comes to your financial life. It's a great article by Bankrate uh, titled Greg McBride's End-of-Year Financial Checklist, 15 Tasks to Complete. And it highlights some of the things that I often discuss with my clients here, Tony, uh, when it comes to the year-end appointments that we have with folks. And the first step is to review your spending patterns. OK, yep. you and I, we have this discussion a lot. It's, hey, the success and or failure of your financial plan or your retirement income plan uh, has a lot to do with the assets that you have that can generate income. But the most important part of that is sticking to a budget, making sure that you have created one and are sticking within it and making sure that your spending is within the uh, realm of reasonable when it comes to can we continue this lifestyle with the amount of assets and the amount of retirement income that we will have? So it can get out of whack real fast, Tony. And, and so that's why we always say, hey, this is the end of the year. It's a great time to kind of say, all right, how did 2022 go? Maybe you were you know, taking more trips. Maybe you spent a little bit more on certain things than you normally do. It's time to kind of review that and maybe get it back in line for 2023. Okay? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the first one. Um, let's see the second one. You should double check the progress you've made on paying down your significant pieces of debt. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a good one. Uh, Gotta get that your... done before the end of the year. You want to try to reduce that debt load. For sure. For sure. Uh, we talked about this last week, Tony is, Hey, things are changing. Okay. And they're changing quickly. Uh, I think I've mentioned this a few times, you know, we bought a house in October of last year, uh, we did a 30-year loan at 3%. That same loan one year later is over 7%. So that's how quickly these things can change. And a lot of that change, by the way, Tony, has happened just in the last couple months uh, with the Federal Reserve continuing to raise rates and not really showing any signs of that slowing down either uh, anytime soon. So what that means is some of these debt pieces that you have uh, credit cards, car loans. Well, your car loans are typically locked in, but anything that might be uh, subject to a reset in the interest rate, you know, yeah, like commercial a lock, a home equity loan, things like that. Exactly. Exactly. So those things obviously are the ones we want to get rid of and try to or really an arm, focus on. If you pay. have an adjustable rate on anything, it's bad. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I have a commercial loan for my office building, Tony. It's going to reset in three years, right? So I want to make sure that I've got a plan to hey, say, hey, either this thing's going to be paid off or we're going to have it paid down significantly 
to make sure that when that rate does reset, that it doesn't, you know, really affect my cash flow because it could if the rate goes from four or to to maybe eight or nine percent. I mean, that could be a big hit. So, folks, this is a great time of the year again to kind of look at your debt and make sure that, you know, if you if you have a locked in home loan, fine, that's okay. But if you have some of these other pieces of debt, let's get those things. Let's get a plan to get those paid off. So, uh, definitely something to look at and very, very important piece of the success of your financial plan, yeah. no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And I think cutting spending to pay down debt in three or four month increments, like you mentioned, it, it could make the process a lot less daunting anyway. Absolutely. So we've talked about paying off debt. Now let's look at the other side of the balance sheet, which is your assets and your savings goal right. for the year, right? Have you hit your savings goal for the year and not just, you know, your 401k contributions, but you know, the amount, making sure that we have our emergency fund that is still in place, number one, and number two, at the appropriate level of uh, your balance. And to make sure that if these crazy things that could happen, you know, your air conditioner goes out, you need a new roof, whatever it is, that you've got that money set aside in your bank account, uh, maybe your savings account to help you do that. So emergency account, let's look at that. It's November, okay? Is it still at the level it should be? And and speaking of that, Tony, you know, what I usually recommend is that four to six times what your monthly expenses are. So if your monthly expenses are $5,000, you should have anywhere from twenty dollars to $30,000 in an account that is liquid. And I know that maybe it's not paying the amount of interest you would like, but it's there and it's going to be there if you need it. That's the whole point of right. having an emergency account. So, well, yeah, and yeah. so so those savings goals are important, uh, but saving is about more than just diverting part of your paycheck into a savings account, right? Absolutely. So, great way to do that, by the way. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, having a a direct amount put into a checking account or a savings account to build that emergency fund is a very easy and good way to do that. Okay, because it's kind of a forced savings, if you will. But it's not just about the cash, and it's not just about your emergency funds there, Tony. It's also about your, your retirement accounts, your 401ks, your IRAs. Uh, how about a 529 plan for your kids? Uh, how about just an after-tax brokerage account? You know, so many times, Tony, we get focused on tax strategies and making sure that we're fully uh, taking advantage of any tax planning that you could do, and that's very important. But sometimes it's just good to have an after-tax account, yeah. right? Yeah. To where it's it's over and beyond what your emergency account is. You keep that at the bank, keep it safe. But over and above that, it's nothing wrong with saving on an after-tax account. It doesn't always have to be in a, a Roth or a 529 or an IRA. It could be in a, just a after-tax account where you kind of just pay the taxes as you go. But there's some planning to be done with that type of an account, too, to minimize you know, your dividends and interest and make sure that you fully take advantage of the special tax treatment with capital gains. So again, these are all just part of the whole, you know, these are little pieces. I get it, but they're all little pieces add up to be a big part of this whole uh, equation here. Yeah. Tony. Yeah, they do. And you know, during previous shows, you've been a big proponent of maxing out your 401ks. Where does that fit into our topic today? 
So again, so we've got our emergency account. Maybe we've got some uh, money set aside that above that you can put it in an after-tax account. You've got your 401k at work and absolutely is a huge part, Tony, being that there are many employers out there still that do offer some kind of match, right? Some kind of bonus, some kind of match on your plan, whether it's a a 3% match, or maybe they just put in for you regardless. That's called a non-elective contribution from your employer. And, and so, but the, 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 that's all good, but you got to make sure you're putting in your dollars as well, uh, regardless of what your employer does. And, and again, remember we have two different levels here. We've got the Roth option. Hopefully most of you listening have that option or taking advantage of it. Uh, if that's right for you, and then you've got your traditional 401k, which is putting in money pre-tax. So it kind of helps you out with taxes now, but in retirement or later on, you're going to have to pay taxes on not only your contribution, but the growth. And that's the advantage of the Roth. Right. It doesn't help you now with taxes. You put it in after tax, but it grows tax-free and it can be you know distributed tax-free. So you know, again, talk to your financial services professional on which route is best for you. Talk right. to your accountant. Let's come up with a plan that's best for you. Yeah, and get a second opinion on your plan or get a plan in place by working with you, Brock. Our listeners can just give you a call. How can they get a hold of you? I know you've set aside a few appointments for our listeners today. We have, and so you can give us a call here, folks. 573-332-7855. This is a great time of year, to your point, Tony, to give us a call. We're starting to slow down a little bit, and that gives us an opportunity to meet with some new clients and new prospects to help you achieve your goals for you and your family. So again, 573-332-7855. Now, Tony, I, I do want to uh, point out something is that we talked about 401ks. For 2023, these contribution limits are going up, okay? So as of January 1, 2023, you will be able to put in, if you're over age 50, which would call a catch-up contribution, you can put up to $30,000 now of your own money as deferrals in a 401k. So that is up $2,500 from this year. So that's a big jump. And if you're uh, capable and able to do that from an income level, why wouldn't you? Right. So right. Uh, something. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of these things have gone up uh, as far as how much you can put in these different types of accounts. Right. You really have to work with a finance. You don't have to go this alone. There's a lot to understand. And you, you talked about making and reviewing a budget analyzing how well you're doing paying off debt, especially high interest debt, looking at our savings goals for this year, making necessary adjustments for next year, and maxing out that 401k before the end of the year. What's next? Okay, so next in the article is uh, the recommendation to discuss a potential Roth conversion. Okay, uh, we've talked about this and I actually hit on it you know, uh, early in the show here today which is this is still very much in play, folks. What I mean by that is, is that if you are in the market or if you are considering converting some of your pre-tax dollars, like your traditional IRAs or your traditional 401ks, you can convert that to a Roth, pay the taxes on it this year, and then watch it grow from their point forward tax-free. It's a huge benefit. And so one of the reasons why I say this is very much in play, Tony, is because the obvious reason that the market has been down. So if it's down, it allows you the opportunity to now convert those assets when the market is at a lower level than it has been. And then that growth, when it does turn around, and it will at some point, folks, yep. 
uh, that is all going to be tax-free growth. So that is a huge reason to consider a Roth conversion. Here's the second reason. Taxes, okay? Yeah, taxes, obviously. yeah. And so if you've had a great year and you earned a lot of income this year, maybe it is not right for you to do a Roth conversion. But if your income is kind of the same and it always doesn't really change that much, uh, taxes will be going up in a few years, folks. Uh, the, the 2017 Jobs and Tax Cut Act uh, reduced a lot of tax brackets, but they will expire at the end of 2025. So we only have a few more years left in these tax rates. Take advantage of it. Consider doing a Roth conversion. Uh, one other topic on this. You do some, in some plans, in some 401k plans, depending on how your plan 401k is different, okay? Or excuse me, the same. So it's, you would need to check on this if this is available. But some plans allow you to do in-plan Roth conversions, which means you don't have to touch the money. You don't have to worry about taking it out and all this other stuff. You just go to your HR department, ask them if they allow in-plan Roth conversions, and you can do it all right there inside your 401k. Again, this isn't right for everybody. Make sure that you do your homework here, folks. Talk to a financial services professional. Talk to your accountant and make sure this is right. But man, what? What a great opportunity, Tony. What a great opportunity, you know. So, anyway. Oh, it's a huge opportunity. And, you know, we've had great conversations about Roth conversions on previous shows. And you've said many, many times, Brock, that, hey, they might not be right for everyone, but you should look at them and see if they are and work with somebody like yourself, a financial advisor, who can determine that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, I'm not going to harp on it too much more. Roth, I'm a huge proponent of the Roth uh, IRA, the Roth 401k. There's so many advantages, uh, and we can discuss that in a one-on-one appointment for sure. Let's move on, Tony. Uh, next, let's analyze your asset allocation and rebalance your portfolio. Okay, We yep. want to let our winners win. We want uh, the, the things in your portfolio that are doing well to continue to do well, but we also realize that uh, rebalancing your portfolio is uh, a very good thing to do. Now, I will tell you <laughs> that in a year, that in a year like this, uh, where it's very unique, where you have a stock market that is down significantly, and you have a bond market that is down significantly. In fact, one of the worst years ever for the bond market we're having in 2022. Um, but so, so there's probably not a lot of winners <laughs> in your portfolio anywhere. Uh, but rebalancing it allows you to say, okay, starting, and I, I prefer annual rebalance, Tony. That's just me. I know a lot of plans will allow you to do even weekly rebalances, monthly, quarterly, annually. Uh, I, I prefer annually. Um, and so if that's something that you're able to do, which I would say 90% of plans out there do, is that you can set it up to where it's annual rebalance in your portfolio inside your 401k. Um, and so you can do that individually with that. Obviously, if you have other accounts outside of just your 401k, you would need to talk to your financial advisor about that as far as making sure that you, uh, your asset allocation and rebalance your portfolio is done uh, on that annual basis at least. And so this is a great time to do that. I mean, this is coming up at the end of the year. 2023 is right around the corner. Uh, let's do it. And because we're still dealing with a lot of stuff here, Tony. We're talking high inflation, right? Market volatility is is still here. I don't think that's probably going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, hopefully, 2023 is a better year in both the stock market and bond, right. market, bond market. But you know what? You need to be prepared. 
even if it is or not, right. it doesn't matter. Rebalancing, making sure your asset allocation is a great thing to do every year, regardless of what the market is doing. Yeah, you got you got to take a look at it before the end of the year and maybe make adjustments. There's been a lot of changes this year. A lot has happened. And, you know, I think you have to uh, don't do it on your own. Work yeah, with a professional. Absolutely. All right, Tony, you ready for the next one? Uh, okay. Yep, I'm ready. Reviewing your beneficiaries by the end of the year is another important thing to cross off your financial to-do list. Um, this is very important, Tony. You know, we talk about rebalancing. We talk about taxes. We talk about all these different topics. And unfortunately, some people don't get to live out those retirement dreams. Maybe they pass early, what have you. Uh, making sure that you have the proper beneficiaries to make sure that this money, this hard-earned money that you have saved for all of your life goes to the people that you actually want it to go to. We've all heard the horror stories, Tony, of, you know, a, a, a man or a woman, you know, gets a divorce and forgets to change their beneficiary. A few years later, they pass and the money goes to who? The ex-spouse. Okay. Yep. And, and I would say that I would venture to say that for most people, that's probably not something that you would prefer. Um, and so, right. <laughs> so, so having those beneficiaries updated, making sure that you're looking at those, we have a checklist, Tony, when we do annual reviews with folks, we have a checklist. And one of the most important boxes that we can check for our clients is to make sure that those beneficiaries are up to date and being, you know, who they are, want they, who, who they want that money to go to actually goes to that uh, person or entity. Um, so, so it's very, very important folks. And it's so easy right? It's the easiest and the most simple form of estate planning is to make sure we have a beneficiary form A filled out and B making sure that it's correct every year. It's the simplest form of estate planning. It's free. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's inexcusable to not have that done correctly. So again, another reason that if you are working with a financial professional that that won't you know, cause any problems you know, in the future for you or your family if something were to happen. So again, check those beneficiary forms every single year, Tony. You should also review your flexible spending account or FSA balance before we welcome into the new year. If you're utilizing an employer provided FSA, ensure that you're fully aware of how much you have left to spend because that balance is use it or lose it, Tony. We don't like that right? I mean, that's not, it just seems like there's too many rules and strings attached to it. It can, it's a great benefit, obviously, um, but you do have to stay on top of it. That is, again, not a set it and forget it type deal for sure. Uh, some employers provide a grace period, which usually ends in the middle of March, thus giving you an extra two and a half months to spend that money that you set aside during the previous year. But if your employer doesn't provide that grace period, make sure you spend that FSA down by the end of the first of the year. There you go. So, well, that's that a good is one. a good one, and we're out of time. So, really quick, Brock, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. All right, folks, give us a call at Innovative Financial Solutions at 573-332-7855 or look us up on the web at theinnovativeteam.com. All right, sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Retirement Playbook with our host, Brock Alspa. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573 332 7855 
or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.